0: The following podcast was originally recorded as a live stream for YouTube on December 6th, 2020, and has been edited slightly to account for the fact that you can't see what's going on, like my guest using his electric razor as he's being introduced. Proceed at your own risk. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the just another live stream fancy event that I like to put on once a week. Today I'm joined by a—I'm not really quite sure how to describe him. He's a podcaster, super nice guy. He's out of the great state of Texas. Let's not try to hold that against him. I'm trying to make him—I'm trying to make him laugh over the microphone. Anyway, let's just let's just bring him in, Frank A. Rencon from Half Ways. Oh, hey, oh, you caught me guard. Oh, oh, yeah, are welcome. T- I forgot to tell you we were doing this today.
1: <laughs> uh, thank you. It's great to be on. Yes, I'm from the great state of Texas. Uh, uh, don't hold that against me. We're, we're big, and uh, uh, we're oddly shaped, but we have deserts and ocean and uh, a whole bunch of middle space, but it's a great place to live.
0: Is everything truly bigger in Texas? Well, uh, for talking
1: about my... Uh, um, I was going to, I wanted to make a joke about my weight, but I can't get there. But yes, if we're talking about, about my weight, then yes, everything is bigger, Texas. I guess if I were to move to Rhode Island, I would like slim down tremendously.
0: So in the movie, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, there is a scene when he is in Texas and to prove he's on the phone with somebody and to prove to them that he is in Texas, he sings out, the stars at night are big and bright. And then everybody around him, Deep in the heart heart of Texas. Texas. Is that, can I do that? If I went to Texas, would that happen?
1: Oh, you know what? 20 years ago, that would have (laughs) definitely happened. uh, Because it was like a running joke. You know, uh, I'd be with friends, someone would do that. And then you would always get that. I don't know if you would anymore, but it's worth a shot. And you know what people, people would love you for it.
0: I think if I ever get to Texas, I'm I'm just going to try it. (laughs) And then anybody who does it, I'm going to give them a dollar. There you go. It's going to give them a a great
1: way to make friends is to give them money.
0: But speaking of not being able to go anywhere, how are you holding up during the pandemic? Uh,
1: Thanks for asking. Uh, Things are well. I'm one of those lucky people that have been able to work from home uh, this whole time. So um, I've actually... You know that first month was kind of difficult but uh uh now i've secretly kind of fallen in love with it and i don't want to go back to the office (laughs) it is amazing it is just so good but i realize there's a lot of people who are not working and uh, you know i feel for them uh as for on a social side uh it has been virtually nothing you know i do a podcast with brad and bill called half hour wasted and we meet every two weeks That's always nice. You know, we have nice text chains going. Uh, That's some good communication. I've done a couple of Zoom events with friends and that's been a lot of fun. But for the most part, it's just me, my dog, NASA, and we go for walks and I work and I've been
0: playing a lot of video games. Yeah, how's NASA?
1: NASA's good. She's sleeping, Uh, guys out there, you may hear her snore during the, uh, during the event, uh, cause she just came and rolled up next to me, but she's doing really well. Uh, I was telling Steven before we even started recording today, uh, I took her out on a long walk, so she's nice and tired and, uh, she should sleep for us. Uh, well, she's, she's a needy dog. She usually needs to come up and, and it needs a lot of petting and stuff, but, uh, but she seems to be okay right now. And I purposely have some treats here in case she. She comes here, then I can toss them away. But, uh, yeah, I've been I've been doing okay during the, uh, the whole COVID thing. It is lonely, but I've been getting a lot of stuff done around the house. Can I, well, can yeah. I ask you, how have you been doing? How, how are you handling the whole COVID thing?
0: I'm handling it great. I mean, I don't want to belittle the, the people who are out of work or, of course, the, the, the tragedy behind COVID. But right. I feel like this is something I was built for. Because I'm I'm a fairly antisocial person. Um, I'm not. I don't want to say I'm agoraphobic. But if I could, if I could get everything done from home, have everything delivered, just maybe not go out all that often, <laughs> then, then I'm a pretty happy guy. So I'm. It, this is pretty much. This has made things really nice for my soul. Yeah, but I, uh... at the same time, it's really hard to. Uh, it's hard to sit back and go. This is great. Because I, don't, I, I can use this as an excuse not to go anywhere, and then you re- realize all the people that have, that have lost their life because of it, and so you feel bad. But, mm-hmm. you know, we're hanging in there. The family's good. We are very good about staying away from other people. Um, I'm pretty much the only person that goes out, and I just go out to get the groceries and uh, – the the few times that any of the kids have gone out with me we all wear masks we're mask wearers we we follow all the rules so yeah i'm, so a, I'm so. a
1: rule follower too when, when it comes to that and yeah. uh, um you know it, it'll be nice when things things kind of kind of get back to normal I'm, I'm looking forward to that and i'm really looking forward to you know what i missed the most are movies
0: yeah i never really went okay. to movies all that much anyway because they were uh they're just too darn expensive Yeah, You know, when I was single, it was different, but you got three kids at home and a wife and it's, 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 you just feel kind of selfish to go, Hey, I'm going to go see a movie. You guys just stay at home. So if I want to go see a movie, I got to kind of take them with me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So like you and your wife, that's easily 20 plus bucks plus kids. Uh, I mean, you're probably looking at at least what 40 bucks at least just to get into the theater before you even buy a soda and popcorn.
0: Typically we would if if we got a tax refund back around February or March that's when we'd go see a movie we would that was one of our big spends <laughs> we would go out for a night on the town, go see a movie. Which always seemed to coincide. It's it's usually coincides with one of my daughters' birthdays. She's she was born in February, so she typically picked the movie. And I think oh, great. We, we went and saw the second SpongeBob movie one year and 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 stuff like that. So yeah. oh, awesome. So you are one of the hosts of Half Hour Wasted. Yes, folks, I can't imagine anybody not knowing what Half Hour Wasted is, but for those who don't Tell us about tell us about half hour ways. So tell us how it kind of got started, and just tell us what the show is. So we probably
1: started about ten plus years ago. In fact, I know it was ten plus years ago. Uh, we just celebrated our five hundredth episode, and we got a lovely message from you, Stephen, which made me laugh tremendously.
0: I, I um, have a story about that. We'll get to that in a second.
1: Okay. And uh, the show is three guys, three normal guys, roll in our 40s 50s right now and we talk about pop pop culture stuff but it's about three friends who are talking about pop culture stuff and sometimes we get into arguments but we love each other and uh you know we get into arguments about about pop culture stuff but we love each other it's fun we try to be family friendly and we try to bring joy to people's people's day uh uh, you know, just just something to kill kill time with, and it's called half hour wasted, and we rarely uh, stay under a half hour. Uh, but uh, you know what? Uh, give us a listen; we'd appreciate it. And uh, it's just it's just a way to kill some time.
0: You know, I one of the things I like about your show is the fact that you do keep it family friendly, and it's one of the things that I've always tried to do with my show as well. It's It's uh, you know, it's, it seems like a lot of the podcasts out there, everybody, I don't want to condone anybody, you know, if you want to, if you want to swear all over the place, that's, that's your prerogative. But having kids and when I started podcasting, it was around the same time you guys did and my kids were fairly young. And so if I was in the car and I, I, there were a lot of podcasts I couldn't listen to in the car with my kids, but half hour wasted, typically I could. Yeah. Because even when you guys would talk about something that might be inappropriate, you would kind of dance around it. And the kids <laughs> were young enough that they didn't understand what it was you were talking about.
1: Yeah, we uh, uh, we kind of pride ourselves on kind of dancing around, but still acknowledging certain things. Um, uh, but uh, I feel kind, kind of the same way as you, you know, there uh, it, it's. And again, just like you, there are some talented people out there who, you know, they, they just say what they say, and that's great. There's a couple of podcasts I listen to, with comedians on it. They'll be blue all day, and that's yeah. great. Um, I respect the challenge of just trying to keep keep it focused and and uh, and stay on topic and and choosing your words carefully. I guess. Um, I guess. Uh, uh, you know, and it, plus it's kind of fun to listen to it with, you know, your mom or your dad or your sisters or something, you know, I, I just try to keep that in mind. I, we all do. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Brad, uh, Brad and Bill have kids. So, uh, I think they, they're particularly, um, more sensitive to it or aware of it than, than I can yeah. be sometimes. Yep.
0: Yeah. I want to real quick, I just want to give a shout out. It looks like, uh, one of my, one of my podcast listeners, hello, Kenny has joined us live. Kenny, my hat to you.
1: Kenny I saw your uh, your messages kind of pop up. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, appreciate it and uh, I like your uh, I like your avatar. It's a happy little kitty
0: <laughs> I, I have two cats running around right now they are they're a couple of fellas and they're playing they're play fighting as cats do so I have yet to have any of them either of them interrupt during a live stream. I expect them at any moment to jump up on the keyboard. They tend to do that whenever I get my laptop out, but so far they've they've respected the show. Um, real quick, I want to tell you this story about the thing that I put together for you guys for the, okay. for the 500. Now, originally, okay, so so I put this. I guess we'll call it a voicemail because it was an audio thing that I put together and uh, I finished it all up and I was editing it down and I was getting ready to send it. And I was like, holy crap, this thing is almost eight minutes long. There is no way that they are going to play that live on the episode. And I listened back to it probably six or seven times. Mm-hmm. And I'm just the kind of person that is like, no, I can't cut that out. I can't, that's, that's I can't cut that out. So, I left it the way it was knowing that there was probably a good chance you guys weren't going to play the whole thing. Um, but the little piece that I put together for, for folks who haven't maybe listened to half hour wasted, uh, half hour wasted is part of a podcast network called the right. HHW LOD podcast network. It's you guys. There's a bunch of other podcasts, but you guys started it with, well, at the time they were called the Legion of dudes, but they're yeah, called the Legion All- of dudes. now, right? Don't they have, haven't they changed their name?
1: yeah uh basically it's just down to two shows now us and the walking dead podcast okay uh uh, but yeah there used to be gosh maybe four or five podcasts under that network but you know when you can't figure out how to make money from it (laughs) right well
0: there's this thing that you guys put in front of all your episodes whether it's a half hour wasted episode or or a the walking dead podcast or whatever it's like this little what, what what would you call that the a little thing that you put in front of every episode is that you're in the industry what would they call that
1: yeah um, I I would call that like a like a bumper and bumper, basically right. I just, it, it just it just kind of tells you uh, uh, what the network is about you know right you're looking to a it, how far wasted where we talk about comic books movies yeah TV, so it's,
0: so it's like it starts out and it's basically each of you um you and 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 Bill and well I don't know Bill and anyway all the guys. Yeah each comics movies television comics movies music video games technology blu-ray television this is the hhw lod podcast network you know that kind of thing well actually two years ago i put that thing together i actually i re-recorded it when I sent it to you guys for the 500, but I put a version of that together two years ago when I started podcasting again, because right after I started podcasting, I, I, I looked out there and I said, Holy crap, half hour wasted is podcasting again. Cause you guys had gone away for a little while. And then you came back right around the same time as I did. So I put together a quick little voicemail and I added that, I put that together and I sent it out and I guess Brad never got it. And so I was like, for a good year, I was just like, what the frick? Are they gonna play this <laughs> thing? Or not? Are they angry at me? Have I done something wrong? I, I, I'm paranoid right that way.
1: I, I have know? done that same thing, like sent an email or something to a show I like, and I go, This is gold. Why aren't they reading it anyway?
0: Well, the thing that I think the the funniest part, the funniest part of the story is is that when I put that little piece together, um, Basically, what I did is I came up with a bunch of uh, uh, nonsense words that have nothing to do with anything that you guys podcast, and I interspersed them in there. So it was like comics, clocks, television, socks, comics, pudding, Pudding. movies, fake beans, music, clocks, video games, tube socks, technology, ear sweat, Blu-ray, topiaries, television, alpaca ranches. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. You know, that kind of thing. And I used to podcast using my phone as a microphone sitting in my car in the parking lot at work. And so I had gone out for lunch one day and I took a note card and a pen with me and I listened to that intro, that bumper over and over. And I just kept writing down words that I wanted to stick in there. And then I would listen to the bumper and I would read the words out and see how they fit in. And then I ended up uh, recording it. I folded the note card, stuck it in my pocket, went home that night just took everything out of my pocket threw it into a little bowl by the door and at one point in the middle of the evening my wife comes out to me holding this note card and she goes what what is this and it's just this note card that has like clocks
1: llamas you
0: know baked beans just this list (laughs) and she was just like what is why are you making a list of alpaca farms and baked beans and so i had to explain it to her and i'm laughing the entire time i explained it to her because I, th- I think it's so funny and she's just she's just shaking her head she doesn't get it at all so then when you guys hit your 500 i thought all right i'm gonna i'm gonna try this again so i put i put another one together and i sent it out to you guys and then when you guys played it i ended up taking the my phone into my wife and i said listen to this do you remember when this happened two years ago and she of course didn't remember it all But I told her, I said, I said, I'll be honest with you. Um, I put that together mainly to make Frank laugh. That Frank, I said, if Brad and Bill laugh, that's great. But Frank was my target audience when I put that together. You, you, You were who I was thinking of the entire time I was putting that together. I'd be like. Clocks. I bet Frank will find that funny. <laughs> you know?
1: Okay. I have to admit, clocks is the one that just killed me. And I wish I knew
0: why. It just, uh, it killed me. You did a great job. That was a home run. Thank you. Well, Kenny wants to know about this shirt that I'm wearing. Oh, uh, yeah. That when I first came back to podcasting two years ago, I actually started with a show called Stephen or Else. Right. And this was my podcast badge logo thing. And I made some shirts up and. I no longer do Steven or else, but I still have the shirt. It has not weathered well in the laundry, but... It
1: has that distressed look that, uh, that yeah. I think a lot of
0: people appreciate. The artwork uh, created by... This was actually created by Harold Jennett. He made this... Ah, man, the camera is, like, reversed, so it's hard for me to yeah. put my finger...
1: I'm looking at it correctly.
0: Yeah. So it may be so, you. Harold put this together a number of years ago... Um, before, I think uh, I had been talking about five or six years ago doing a website, and I was gonna. He and I were talking, and I said, I need to do a website because I had been writing and I was gonna start self publishing books. And I said, uh, I don't wanna just have a StephenOr.com. So, what should my website be called? And then, and then I thought, I'll do Stephen Or else. Because growing up, you have a name like Or, people always say, Stephen Or, Stephen Or what? And I eventually started saying, Stephen Orr else because I'm, I'm, I'm rough and tumble, you know? I'm a scrapper. So uh, that's what I called the website. And I can't remember, one day I was feeling depressed and I can't remember why. Harold and I chat all the time through Gmail. It's Hangouts now, but it was just a Gmail IM back in the day. And he was like, hey, I was like, I'm depressed. I couldn't remember why. And then 20 minutes later, he sends me this banner for my website. And this is, he ended up converting it into a square uh, at nice. one point to use as an avatar, but yeah, he just he just threw that together and because uh, he's a that, that is awesome.
1: Uh, Harold Jenna is a very talented. uh, very talented artist. Uh, I've met him in person a few times, and uh, he's, he used to be, a, a, I wouldn't say a regular, but he had been on Half Hour Wasted uh, a number of times. I haven't talked to him in ages. I hope he's doing well. If you happen to hear this, uh, Harold, we miss you. We hope you're doing well, and, uh, and uh, we hope you're staying busy. By the way, I apologize. I keep messing with my glasses. So I wear glasses and they're crooked. I'm looking at my reflection. I'm looking at my view screen. These glasses, I had to get, they're an emergency pair of glasses right when COVID hit. Right at the end of February, I drove over my glasses. And so I had to put them together with duct tape. I went to the optometrist. They laughed at me because they looked like, you know, they just looked horrible. That's, so they, that's, I, I need them to see.
0: That's always something you want out of a, out of a medical professional is for them to <laughs> laugh at you
1: all right they're like are you serious and go look i need glasses to see and and i couldn't really see what i was doing because it was blurry so this is what we get and so they're like okay so anyway uh they fill out my prescription i end up going to i'm not i end up going to i guess it's america's best i just walk in i grab the first pair of frames that fit my wide head and i go please fill this out uh, and they go okay, good. And then, like a week later, they they came in the mail. But I hate these frames; they're crooked. Uh, uh, at some point, I'll get some some new frames. But I apologize for messing with my glasses so much. Uh, I don't know if it's oh, distracting.
0: Okay, as long as you're not three knuckles deep in the nose, I think. You're <laughs> <gonna> be <better. laughs> Digging for gold is what a friend of mine used to call that. Just uh, my deep, I used to deep. before I got these thicker black glasses i had glasses that always looked crooked and i realized that it actually wasn't my glasses i think it's just my ears oh my, okay. ears my glasses said a little look a little crooked on my face and it's either my ears or my eyebrows don't quite line up so have you always nice. yeah well um i started wearing glasses the summer before my freshman year in high school okay uh,
1: mine is age related, so just as you get older, your eyes start to start to go out. And uh, you know, I fought it for a long time, but uh, eventually, I just needed a pair of glasses, and uh, and so now I just depend them on depend on them so much. When I was a kid, I wanted glasses though, because I thought they looked so dang cool. Um, <laughs> and now that I have them, I hate them. They're the worst.
0: <laughs> See, I can't imagine not having them. And I've yeah. tried. I went a year using contact lenses, and I hated those. Uh, could not stand contact lenses.
1: Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've heard the same thing. I've considered it. But, uh, uh, oh, there's Kenny. He is asking. Yeah, he misses going to movies too. Any special plans for the home viewing of Wonder Woman 2? Well, I plan to get HBO Max to watch it. I'm, I'm excited about it. Uh, I have no plans to go to the movie theater because I'm trying to stay safe. I don't want to get sick. You know, living by myself, I'm worried that if I get sick, uh, who's going to take care of my dog? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, if I had a family or something, I could at least kind of depend on them. But uh, so I plan to see it from home. I think that's a huge deal that Warner Brothers decided to do that and yeah. show all these major motion pictures uh, for a limited time online. I think that's brilliant. I'm kind of excited about it. Uh, I'll yeah, I, to movie theater.
0: yeah ever since when they announced that just a few days ago that in 2021 every movie that they put out warner brothers will also go on to hbo max for i think it's going to be a month it'll be on hbo max for a month then they'll take it off hbo max to allow dvd sales and, and that kind of stuff but we have uh disney plus netflix hulu and uh, just the idea of adding a fourth one to that. <laughs> and and, and um, well, first of all, I don't think HBO Max is on the Roku yet, which is what oh, we know. Um, I think it's close. I don't I don't okay. think it's on the Roku yet, but it's the most expensive of those. Streaming services now. If they're going to start putting brand new movies on there as they're released, that makes it worth that money. But we would have to cancel one or two of the other services to get HBO yeah. Max and where there's stuff we watch on all three of those. Yeah. So, and in, uh, in fact, um, I'm supposed to have Brad on this uh, streaming thing. We're going to do a live stream, I think, in two weeks the Sunday after the final episode of season two of the Mandalorian comes out, he and I are going to come on and talk about Mm. the Mandalorian, which I want to talk about it with you, but I I need to save it for Brad, but it's so good. It is so good.
1: uh, I was, uh, I was very surprised by that. I didn't know what to expect when I, when I heard it was announced. Um, I, in my mind, of course, I'm wrong now, but in my mind, I thought it was going to be kind of low budgety and real talky. Uh, but it's not. It's just no. it's very homemade. It's uh, it's action packed. Um, the storytelling is amazing, and I'll save that for you and Brad to kind of uh, dig in deep.
0: I will. I will say this. Uh, yes, Kenny, way too expensive. I mean, Netflix actually, I think, has just gone up to thirteen ninety nine a month. So I think they're uh-huh. now a dollar less. Because I think HBO Max is fourteen ninety nine. Yeah, something So Netflix like that. is pushing it, uh, but yeah, well, I, I will way say I, this: I look
1: but, at it with HBO is that that's the price of a movie ticket essentially. Uh, yeah.
0: So yeah, I'm exactly. going to get
1: Wonder Woman and some other content. I'll keep it for a month and then I'll just I'll drop it. Right. Yeah,
0: that's yeah. that's a good point. That's yeah. a good point because there's a lot of when they listed just some of the movies that are coming out next year, the new Godzilla versus King Kong is one of them. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the others that I just said. Oh my God. What's that? Dune. Yeah. Dune. Dune. I'm not a huge Dune guy. Never have been. Uh, we'll see what the movie does for me. Uh, I am. I say that I am trying to get Bill to come on to an episode as well. Hopefully Bill doesn't hear this and go, he just <laughs> strikes my name off of his contact. <laughs> list. But. Bill is
1: super busy because of his job and stuff. So he, uh, yeah. he's, he's, uh, um, uh, he has to work hard on this schedule to kind of uh, make yeah. things work. Yeah, we're talking about maybe January.
0: Good. Yeah. So um, I'm going to share my screen with you. Okay. I'm going to attempt to. Let's see. Let's And see. while you're doing that. You get some shaving done. Okay. Oh, there we go. We got it. Okay. So <laughs> you should see a black screen now, correct? I see a black screen. Okay, so for in order in order for me to do this, I can't actually see you anymore. Okay. so but I put this up here because I want to try something new. I'm gonna this is the first time I'm ever doing this, but I want to play Steven's game. Steven's game okay <laughs> Wait, watch this. you ready watch? There's no audio so I got a oh,
1: we got lovely animation. Uh, love it. It looks like you're wearing Mickey Mouse ears too.
0: I am <laughs> and I'm super happy about it. But, but this isn't just Steven's game. This is the Simpsons edition. I'm a huge Simpsons fan. Okay, so this is going to be done in 3 rounds. Total the this game, by the time it's done, you have the capability of winning 100 points it doesn't actually win you anything but earning 100 points our first round is trivia are you ready yes sir give it to me okay i'm going to give you a question these will be multiple choice so i'll give you a question and then i'll give you your multiple choice answers ready Ready. question one this is for five points what is the name of the simpsons pet dog is it a curly joe b santa's little helper c snowball or d scooby doo Okay,
1: I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, I didn't even need the multiple choice questions because I'm a huge fan. They got their dog on the first episode of The Simpsons, and the dog's name is Santa's Little Helper.
0: Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. The correct answer is Santa's Little Helper. Yeah, I gave you a softball. <laughs> I do a softball on that first one. I even knew that one, and I'm kind of a I've watched some Simpsons, but I'm not a huge super fan.
1: I will say uh, that's, real quick, another, that's another advantage of having Disney plus is, is they have the back catalog of all the Simpsons, which I'll occasionally throw on and watch.
0: Yeah, I will say that final option, Scooby-Doo. I had a friend in high school who had a dog named Scooby-Doo. Oh, that is an awesome name. So if you're watching, Paul, that was for you. All right. Question two, also worth five points. I should probably be tallying up the points here. Hold on, just a yeah. Second. I'll tell
1: you what I'll do that too.
0: I don't even keep a pin on my desk anymore. Yeah, I, I totally wasn't ready for this.
1: Okay, I got five points. I'm All right.
0: I'm using my Red Nose Day Walgreens pin. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Which cartoon inspired the Itchy and Scratchy show? Was it A, Sylvester and Tweety, B, Tom and Jerry, C, Scooby-Doo, or D, Attack on Titan?
1: Okay. So I don't know this, but I'm going to assume it's
0: B, Tom and Jerry. Is that your final answer? That is my final answer. The correct answer is Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry, cat and mouse. Yeah. So that gets you another five points.
1: Five points, got it. By the way, apparently there's a new Tom and Jerry movie coming out, and that's going to be part of the HBO Max. They're doing a new animated series, like high-end animation for Tom and Jerry.
0: Yeah, I watched the trailer. It's one of those live-action mixed with animation. Uh, It's set in a hotel, and Tom and Jerry are the only animated characters, and everybody else is real and jerry is a mouse at the hotel and they bring in tom to try to get rid of jerry i'll be honest with you doesn't look good i'm I'm a huge i'm a big tom and jerry fan i love those old tom and jerry cartoons but do they did they talk in the preview no they don't talk tom and jerry don't talk all right question number three also worth five points what is marge simpson's natural hair color Hmm. is it a gray b green c black or d plaid okay
1: so i'm thinking back to an episode where she dyes her hair blue because she's as gray as a mule is the line in there so i'm gonna go ahead and say it's gray
0: is that your final answer it is the correct answer is gray (sighs) another five points for, for frank 15 points you're just you're just sailing away, man. <laughs> there, the third round I think is going to be kind of hard. I'm really okay. looking forward to the third round. All right, question number four, also worth five points. What is Bart's full name? Is it A. Bartholomew Vance S- Simpson? B. Bartholomew Jojo Simpson? C. Bartholomew Ray Ray Simpson? Or D. Archibald J. Frankfurter the Third? Uh you know what i if this is funny i'm i'm not sure about this one
1: i'm gonna have to guess uh vance doesn't seem certain uh jojo and ray ray really feel familiar uh i think jojo was the name of a gorilla or a monkey i'm gonna say jojo b
0: is that your final answer yes it is the correct answer frank for five points Bartholomew Jojo Simpson. <laughs> All right, here is the final question for round one. Okay. Question number five, also worth five points. What's the name of the retirement home where Homer's father Abraham lives? Is it A, the Springfield Retirement Fortress, B, the Springfield Retirement Palace, C, the Springfield Retirement Castle, or D, the Death Star?
1: <laughs> it would be awesome. If it was the Death
0: Star, uh, but it is Castle C. see, Is that your final answer? Yes, sir. All right. Let's see if you made a queen, a queen, a clean sweep of round one. The answer is the Springfield Retirement Castle. Okay. I had to guess at one of those. I did not know JoJo. You got 25 points so far, Frank. All right. All right. Anyway. Round two is who said it. I'm going to give you a quote from one of the characters This will also be multiple choice. So you'll get the quote. I'll give you a choice of four different characters. You tell me who said it. You ready? Yes, sir. Quote number one, five points. each. There will be five of them. Each one is worth five points. I'd rather let a thousand guilty men go free than chase after them. Was this A, Sergeant Lou, B, Chief Clancy Wiggum, C, Officer Eddie, or D, Tommy Chong? Uh,
1: uh, I already went ahead and gave myself five points. It's Chief, Chief Clancy Wiggum.
0: It is Chief <laughs>
1: Such a good line.
0: It's, uh, so that is a good line, yeah. <laughs> All right. Quote number two. Go out on a Tuesday? Who am I? Sorry, who? <laughs> Was it A. Barney Gumble. B. Otto Mann C. Marge Simpson or D. Charlie Sheen. Okay. Uh, this is another guess, but I have to assume it
1: is Marge Simpson, because uh, Marge is the only one who would think Charlie Sheen is super cool.
0: <laughs> is that your final answer? Final answer. Marge Simpson! Yeah! Now, the funny thing about this one is, this was the first time, again, I've, I've watched a lot of Simpsons, but I'm not a huge Simpsons person. This is the first time I, I realized or discovered that Otto's last name is actually Man. <laughs> now, Art always says Otto Man when he sees him. But I just thought it was like, uh, "What's up, Man?" You know, Otto yeah. Man. You know, that's his actual last name. I found that very funny.
1: And that was a uh, we see that on his license. I don't. If know. you remember, I think we see it on his license. Anyway, continue. We may I'm have.
0: Excited. Yeah. All right. Quote number three. Oops, lost a nail. Well, that's leprosy for you. <laughs> Was that A, Mr. Burns, B, Krusty the Clown, C, Mo Sizlak, or D, Charlie Sheen? <laughs> uh,
1: um, you know, Charlie Sheen may be saying that at some point because he, he seems to have like every disease in the world, but it is Mr. Burns. Um, I believe he was giving someone a, um, he was talking about friendship and uh uh, he was handing someone like a glass of lemonade or something and his nail fell off, but Mr. Burke,
0: <laughs> It is Mr. Burke. <laughs> well, All right, well, yeah. quote number four. You ready? Yes, sir. It's not easy to juggle a pregnant wife and a troubled child, but somehow I managed to fit in eight hours of TV a day. Was that Ned Flanders, B. Homer Simpson, C. Bumblebee Man, or D. Charlie Sheen? <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to give that to, to Homer Simpson. And I think that was before Lisa, uh, Lisa and Maggie were born. So Homer Simpson. Is that
0: your final answer? Yes, sir. Homer Simpson is correct. Oh, All right. Wow. This is the last quote. And as a personal note, this is my favorite one of the five. Good. good, good. Well, he's kind of had it in for me since I accidentally ran over his dog. Actually, replace accidentally with repeatedly and replace dog with son. Who said it? Was it A, Lionel Hutz, B, Surly Duff, C, Disco Stew, or D, Charlie Sheen?
1: I watched this episode yesterday. Oh, boy. Uh, Margin Chains is what it's called, and it's Lionel Hutz.
0: Is that your final answer? Yes, sir. See, I thought I was going to get you with that one. <laughs> I watched that one yesterday. Uh, that that's is so with, that's my favorite quote. <laughs> <laughs> replace accidentally with repeatedly and replace dog with son. And I believe that was Judge Snyder's son, too. Mm. Lionel Hutz. He was voiced by Phil Hartman. Is that correct? Yes,
1: he was. Uh, um, what? Uh, um, quick side note. I was watching a YouTube video where they kind of were showcasing certain characters and they were showcasing. Um, Lionel Hutz, and they talked about Bill Hartman and and about all of Lionel Hutz's appearances, and yeah. uh, they talked about this particular one, margin James. And so I said, I'm going to watch that.
0: Nice. See, it was meant to be. Yes, exactly. I got you're just, Yeah, you're sweeping this now. <laughs> I, you're you're not gonna you're not gonna get the full hundred points. I'm going to tell you that right now okay this next round is round three it's called name that character and each there there are five in this each one has a potential of 10 points each but the way it's going to work is i have found five different simpsons characters or photos of five different simpsons characters um as funko pop vinyl figures and what i've done is i've created a video that is completely zoomed in on that character and it's going to slowly zoom out in 10 in 10 seconds it's going to take 10 seconds to go from this to where you see the full character and so at any point during those 10 seconds if you can guess who it is you tell me to stop i will stop the video if you have it correct then however many seconds are left that's your that's your number of points got it this is a so good here, okay. this is a uh I, I I'll be honest with you, I kind of stole this idea from Good Mythical Morning. But anyway, here here's an example. This this is not uh, a Simpsons character. This is an example of, of what it's gonna look like.
1: Okay. Oh, you're right. There's no way I'm gonna get the 10 points. Okay, stop. That's JJ Abrams, oh. I thought. <laughs> no. It was an example, I understand, but
0: that was uh not JJ Abrams, and I used somebody just a real person to make it even more difficult on this one. This is celebrated author Stephen King. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I don't think I would have ever gotten that. Yeah. Uh, the Simpsons I, ones will be easier. Okay. I swear that's J.J. Abrams, but but he is holding a book, so I guess that makes yeah. him Stephen King. Okay. Oops. there. I'm doing this one again. Hold on. All right. You ready? Yes, sir. Here's the first one. Tell me when to stop when you think you have it. Okay. Um, um, and we are starting now. Okay, red and yellow band, no real features
1: yet. Okay, uh, stop. Millhouse fan.
0: Millhouse, you get one point for that because it got to what? nine seconds. Okay, I told you this one's going to be hard. I know. <laughs> Let's go ahead and finish it out. Yep, Millhouse.
1: I like Millhouse. Uh, he he is a uh, uh, he is a great character. Uh, he's a sad sack, and uh, he usually has great lines.
0: Yeah. Actually, one of my favorites, and he's he's not at all in any of these games. Um, Chief Wigam, what's his name? Uh, oh, Ralph, Ralph. Ralph. Ralphie. He's he's got the best lines. <laughs> he does. All right, here goes number two. Are you ready? Yes, I am starting now. Okay, I'm seeing
1: a bulge, yellow bulge, purple stop. That is
0: Bartman. Final answer. Final answer. Okay, you're at. Basically seven seconds. Let's see. That is Bartman. It gives you you three points. Three points. Gotcha. All right. Number three. Are you ready? Yes. I'm starting now. Okay. I see like a nose. Okay. So that's the
1: nose. The eyes are coming in. Uh, 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 Stop. Chief Wiggum. Chief Wiggum for one point. One point. Five. Uh, the moment I saw the the blue and the black underneath his chin, that's when I knew
0: it. See, they like I said, I, I kind of ripped this off from a, a. I don't know if you've ever watched Good Mythical Morning. It's a YouTube show. Every once in a while, they'll do episodes. Well, they they will do stuff where they will like. <clears throat> they do a bunch of different things. Like they will they will have something that has been melted, and they will play it being melted in reverse, oh. and they have to figure out what it is before it's completed or something being built by Lego in a in a time lapse and they'll, oh, they'll play that nice. stuff so it's kind of This is of a good gag. I like this. Okay, so that was number 3, this is number 4. Okay. And I am going to start now. Okay, we have like a tan, something tan. You don't see that color a lot. Uh stop. That is Grandpa Simpson. Grandpa Simpson. Let's see. This is six and a half seconds. I will give you four points for this, if that's correct. Okay. So nine total. It's Grandpa Grandpa Simpson. For a moment, I thought that
1: was the uh, director of the play where Marge uh, was in the streetcar named Desire the musical. There's a, uh, uh, the director in there is very flamboyant and angry. I thought it was him for just a moment, But, but it turned out to be Grandpa.
0: No, uh, I I will help you out for this last one. None of these characters, with the exception of maybe Bartman, are are these are they're not really obscure. Okay. All right. Last one. Are you ready? Yes. I am going to start now. Oh, dang it. Okay. Okay. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. You ready? All right. Eyes opening. Yes. I'm going to start
1: now. Okay. I see like a yellow curve, some vampire teeth. Maybe. uh, Stop. That is Barney Gumble, The Town Drunk.
0: Okay, for three points, let's see if you're correct. Ta-da! Barney Gumble. So let's see, that's seven, eight, nine, twelve 12 points, plus 50. You got 62 out of 100 points. Uh,
1: I think I think I would have done, I'm going to brag about myself, I think I, I did a little better than most people out there would, especially on the fun kind of stuff.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you swept... <laughs> the freaking trivia in quotes. I knew, like I said, I knew you were not going to get. I think when if I do this with other folks, like I'm thinking about putting together something like this for Brad with Star Wars stuff, and so I I, I want to do this for for Brad, and then if I get Bill on, just to see which one of you guys scores the most points. But I don't. You'd have to be a freaking genius or have <laughs> the answers to get 100 points. You know.
1: I think I think with Bill, if you were to do Star Trek characters. I don't know if Funko oh, makes sure the truck. Uh, that would be his his bailiwick. That's a good
0: idea. Yeah. All right, um, I have one other little thing to play here. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Doo, 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 doo. I did not have this one ready, because I didn't know if we would have time to do it.
1: Uh, understood completely. I am uh, you know, while you're doing that, um, let me uh, um, let me think of something funny to say. Bananas. Is, is bananas funny? Uh, That's the first thing that popped in my head. I, you know, I used to always kind of, uh, um, I do a lot of writing in my job. And so w- one of the rules I kind of apply when I'm writing is the first thing you come up with isn't usually the best. Go with the second thing. And that's usually where you'll go, you know, that's where you'll get a funnier response. But in that case, I went with the first thing, which was bananas, which I should, I should have, but I felt like uh, under pressure because there was dead air. Nobody was
0: talking. <laughs> so, so it looks like Kenny, since I couldn't see the, the anything but the, the uh, PowerPoint as we were doing that, Kenny left a lot of comments during the game. Oh, yeah. Um, at one point, he said, we keep guessing the same. He said, uh, Simpsons genius right there. I'm assuming he's talking to you. Thank you, Kenny. Um, No one would say that was Stephen King. And the last one, he did better than me. (laughs) Thank you, Thank you for playing along, Kenny. All right, so I'm going to share the screen one more time. Yes, sir. Do, do, do. Uh, and while you're doing that, I can
1: I can let our listener or your listeners know that Half Hour Wasted is going on a small hiatus. Um, maybe for just a couple of weeks, we're going to have something called random audio files kind of pop up uh, in the next weeks just to kind of fill in time. So there's something on the feed there. So that's just an FYI for your uh, for anyone listening.
0: Yeah, it's nice when you can do that, when not only can you take a break but you can also still have stuff to fill in that break. I try to do that. I do my show in seasons. I don't have uh, Just Another Fanboy. I don't have a specific schedule because I think the first season was like 72 episodes, and the second season was about 40-some episodes, and I think this season will be about 48 episodes, but I try to put stuff in between each season um, just just to have something for people to listen to while I'm gone. It allows me to take a break, and I still... I think, like, between season two and season three, I put together a bunch of, uh, like, kind of clip shows, stuff that was already recorded that I clipped together. And so I still had to put some work into it, but not as much as I would have just recording episodes. Yeah. And I've already, I think I've already talked about this on Just Another Fanboy, but I am going to be ending season three uh, on December 31st. And then I won't be back until the third week of February. But during the time that I'm off, I'm going to be putting all of these live streams up as audio episodes over on the Just Another Fanboy feed. So gotcha. anybody who doesn't just doesn't like YouTube and just shies away from YouTube and <laughs> hates watching videos, they can they can still listen to them now. Bye, YouTube, Bye, Walmart and YouTube, you're both evil. But <laughs> now, anybody listening to this, when they get to the section where we're looking at the videos of the Funko Pop. That's not going to be as fun to them to listen to, but you know we all make our sacrifices, right? Right.
1: Hey, it looks like we have a, a, a someone new in the room—a guy named Alan
0: New Mutant. Oh, Alan! <laughs> and he misses yeah. you. He hasn't seen you in fifteen years. Alan, my friend, I love
1: you. <laughs> do you know New Mutant? Do, uh, you, do you know odd. Alan? Uh, no, I don't think so. And if I do, Alan, I apologize.
0: Alan has been a listener of just another fanboy from the first time, first time around 10 years ago. Great. Um, got got a lot of love for Alan. All right. Alan, I give you a cyber hug. <laughs> since I'm a dude, since I'm a dude, it's muscly. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, let's start this thing. This is a little something I'm calling headlines. Headlines. Okay. Nice. It would be nice if there's music. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you three headlines I found out there on the interwebs over the last week, and then you decide which one sounds the most interesting, and I will read the article and we'll talk about it. Gotcha. All right. Headline number one, tourist mails back stolen Roman marble apologizes for being an American (laughs) a-hole. These all come from the Huffington Post, I should say. Okay. Headline number two, squirrel gets drunk on fermented pear because acorns can't dull the pain. Oh. And headline number three, is Duncan's $500 tandem bike real? An investigation. Golly. Okay. So these
1: are all kind of great story uh, uh, headlines. Uh, the Duncan $500 tandem bike. I'm going to toss out. Uh, I'm torn between the squirrel and the marble. Uh, Poor squirrel's probably in pain. We'll go with the marble story. Roman marble uh returned.
0: Okay. That's, I'm a big uh,
1: fan of squirrels. I got them all through in my backyard. They make me happy. Uh, I don't want to hear about squirrels. If that were the case.
0: You okay, you chose the squirrel? No, 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 no. The, the, oh, you uh, chose the Roman, Roman marble. marble. Yeah. Okay, let's pull up the Roman marble story. And you said these are all from Huffpo. Huffington, uh, The Huffington Post. Let me get rid of this ad. All right. A self-described American a-hole mailed a piece of marble taken from Italy back to the National Roman Museum with a note apologizing for snatching it in the first place. The museum posted an image of the package on its Facebook page Monday with a piece of marble that someone named Jess had apparently given to a person named Sam. Let me... uh. Let me share this so you can see it
1: i have a funny story about uh, a european um museum I, I went to the louvre this was years ago i know it's not wrong but uh i saw a uh, a woman touching statues and uh, i knew it wasn't my place but i went to go talk to her about it and it turned out we were she was blind and this was a section of the museum where they allowed you to touch uh, uh, Touch the uh,
0: statues. Here's Alan's note back to you about not sure if you knew him or not.
1: Yeah, back from the uh, uh, Comic Geek uh, Geek Speak days. Uh, Alan, hope you're doing well. Thanks for the reminder. And let's look at that. So I see a box with a whole bunch of crumpled picture paper, but I can't see the item in question. It, can you describe it?
0: It's yeah, it's I don't know if you can see my cursor, but it's right here, and it says to Sam, love Jess. And then I think it says Rome 2012. It's like a bunch of paper, packing paper, and then the marble is right in the middle of it. So the person who took the marble sent a message with the package, which the Italian newspaper reprinted. To whom it may concern, I would like to return this rock to its rightful place, anywhere within the Roman ruins, and I would greatly appreciate your assistance. Please forgive me for being such an American a-hole and taking something that was not mine to take. I feel terribly for not only taking this item from its rightful place, but placing writing on it as well. That was extremely wrong of me, and now I realize in my later adult life how inconsiderate and disrespectful that was. I have attempted many hours of scrubbing and cleaning to remove, but to no success. Please forgive me
1: um way to go uh, this gentleman uh, for returning that uh, that is a, a piece of ancient history. I know it was fun to grab it, but that is cool that you made an effort uh, to yes, do it. It,
0: it's nice that they finally came to their senses but it's stuff like that that makes the rest of the world hate Americans
1: <laughs> he, he ruined it for he ruins it for everybody when, when you do that kind of stuff but um, um I can understand wanting a piece of something when you travel to somewhere interesting. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it belongs to that country. It's, I, and I know it's just a rock or marble, but you know, it, it, that's where it belongs.
0: Well, the, the National Roman Museum's director goes on to tell the, the newspaper that the package was sent from Atlanta. The marble fragment is potentially a piece of the Roman Forum that had limited value. He believed the sender was a young woman, perhaps the Jess inscribed on the marble itself. Quote, from its tone, we imagine it was a young woman, he said. In 2017, she must have come to Rome and took this fragment of marble in order to gift it to her boyfriend. It made an impact on me precisely because she is young. She understood that she had made a mistake.
1: (laughs) That's very good. Yeah. You know, I, I've often heard of these stories where, especially when you travel to Hawaii, you're not supposed to take lava rocks, I believe. Uh, because if you do, you'll be cursed. Wasn't that an episode of the Brady Bunch or something along those lines? Yeah. But that's definitely stuck with me, uh um, that story. And I, I never want to take anything of historical value uh, like that. And, and, you know, I don't think anyone else, else
0: Well, you know, I'd like to say that I'm not guilty of that. But when I went to visit White Sands, New Mexico, and there are signs all over the place saying, don't take any of the sand.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm not going really,
0: ad- like to admit my guilt, but I'll just say, <laughs> I mean, Shrug. Shrug. For, for those listening to the audio later, I'm shrugging my shoulders and <laughs> nodding knowingly. Wink, wink. So, so yeah, uh, and on um, the Brady Bunch, it was a uh, it was a little totem that was on a on a necklace that uh, one of them got. They thought it was good luck, and then everybody who ended up wearing it, something bad happened to them. Greg uh, almost drowned when he was surfing. One of them had a spider crawl into their bed or something, and, yeah. Um, the Brady okay. Bunch was my show back in the day.
1: Yeah, that and Gilligan's Island. Uh, I just I thought Gilligan's Island was just the best show ever. And then I'm sure you grew up with some type of block of, of the three Stoogers or little rascals running in the afternoon. Yep. um, uh, I used to love the, the, the three Stoogers, but uh, I, as I got older and I watched one, I thought they were kind of boring.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, you definitely knowing what we know about the little rascals. Now you can't really watch that and have any fun with it. Yeah. knowing that they were all basically indentured servants you know oh,
1: you see that uh, that I, I wasn't aware of but it doesn't surprise me uh, in the least yeah um, in fact um moses like from the simpsons claims to have been the first alfalfa and yes. uh, and, and he was like a, he he says yeah i was basically a, an orphan to the studio <laughs> to
0: the movie studios yeah i was trying to find some information on it but if i remember correctly of course it was i don't think any of the kids got any any money out of the deal it was basically child labor they were almost um wish i could find
1: no i totally understand it and especially especially back then but i i have discovered that going back to and review things that i used to love like the uh like I recently rewatched an episode of the $6 million man, which happened to be on broadcast TV. And I watched about 15 minutes of it and just realized that my memory was so much better than the show itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. oh yeah. Oh yeah, that happens to me a lot yeah. nowadays. You know, I, as a kid, one of my f- most favorite cartoons ever was Robotech. It was like the first time I, I found something that had a continuous narrative. It wasn't just, episode, each episode was its own little story. They all tied together. It told one big story and as a kid that just blew my mind. And they only played them before school at like six in the morning or something. So I would get up early and watch them. And then as soon as uh, streaming services became available, I think it was on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix, but I've, I've tried to watch them and they're okay. I mean, I think they're still quite ahead of their time, obviously, because you know, Japanese animation back then compared to American animation back then, it's just completely different. But knowing now that, Basically, there were, I don't know if you ever watched Robotech, but it was three different seasons that told ultimately one big story, but they were set in almost three different timelines, kind of. You find out later, as you grow up, that each season was actually, it was actually three completely separate shows in Japan. And the the American producers or something bought the rights. And then when they re-recorded all the voices, overdubbed them and stuff, they created their own story and managed to write it in such a way and edit it in such a way that the three seasons quote unquote tied together as if they were in the same universe, but they're not at all. It's it's pretty interesting when you learn that kind of stuff, but. Um,
1: So I never, I never watched Robotech, but uh, I, I did watch the battleship one. The name is escaping me right now. Um, um, Big battleship had a laser in the front of it. And uh, it was this epic story. You know, it's going to come to me as soon as we finish recording here. But uh, it, it was a Japanese cartoon as well, and um, and uh, it, that had a had an overarching arc too that I remember as a kid loving.
0: Well, the very first season of RoboTech had a big battleship. Let me see if I can find some uh, some photos of this thing. I don't think it had a big laser gun at the front of it though. I'm not. Oh, look who just woke up! Hey, beautiful. I'm giving her a treat. So you said beautiful, and I just assume you're talking about me. <laughs>
1: my, yeah, my dog. I, I tend to I tend to call her sweetie and beautiful, uh, especially when we go out to the park and stuff. I'm always worried that people are gonna like a like a woman's gonna say, "Hey, sweetie, come here," and they think I'm not I'm talking to them and not my dog. <laughs> yeah
0: here this let me uh let me share this real quick this is the um one day i'll be quicker at this and it'll be almost no, that's, what, that's what editing's for anyway
1: okay that's not what i was thinking about so you you shared a picture of a, of a spaceship that is a very very mech looking yep uh, uh lots of uh, uh uh lots of pieces and parts and stuff but it it, it uh yeah the one i'm thinking of definitely If I remember correctly, I believe it was a uh, it was an old battleship that was converted into a spaceship and they attached a giant laser to the front star blazers star Blazers. That it? Yes, that's That's what it is. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I was going to say that sounds super freaking um, it sounds very familiar. I was I'd never watched star blazers, but I know that a lot of people did. I know that that was one of those really super popular ones back in the day, but it, it wasn't one that I, that I watched, but
1: Starblade. Yeah, I, yeah, I went back and watched it, uh, maybe, it was probably on Hulu in the early days of streaming Hulu, and I rewatched it, and that one I got held up. Uh, but for the most part, a lot of the shows that we liked as kids, um, especially if you grew up in the 70s and 80s, just uh, aren't as good as we re- remember.
0: Right. Did do you, do, uh, do you ever watch um, Battle of the Planets?
1: no i wanted to we didn't get that in our uh, where i grew up we did get we did get star blazers and just like you it started at six in the morning uh so if i wanted to see i had to wake up super early and i'm not hey oh there we go yeah uh, alan was trying to tell us the whole time <laughs> thank you alan for alan's like come on uh and look that was the wave motion gun yeah alan your
0: messages just started popping up thank you alan um, there's, a, uh, there's a really good YouTube channel called Toy Galaxy. I love that guy. Do, do you ever watch those? Yeah. yeah. He, he does an episode about Battle of Planets, which is really interesting. It's just about how a lot of that was uh, changed from its original version for American TV. And they even added animation to it to make it more Americanized. They added a, like a cute robot and something. Oh, like really? That.
1: Okay. So that's I pretty re- I, I recently learned that... Um, um, uh, what is the name of that show? Uh, 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 it, it's a '90s show. It's the it's the guys who are robots and uh, they combine to, to make a giant robot. Um, and they Voltron? have colors. I'm sorry, Voltron. Not Voltron, but it's live action. Anyway, that, that was a uh, that that was a Japanese uh, uh, show, uh, and it has all these people in costumes fighting like old Godzilla movies. Uh, that Power was originally. Ranger? I'm sorry, Power Rangers. Power Rangers. That's it. I just couldn't think of it. Power Rangers originally was a Japanese show, and they basically replaced all the uh, non-costume parts with American actors and did their own stories. So they used the fighting scenes and the costume scenes and created their own stories for America. So similar along the lines of what you were described, um, like Battle of the Planets.
0: Yeah, not a Power Rangers guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was a little.
1: I was a little past yeah. it. I knew people yeah, loved it. Was,
0: I- I was too old for Power Rangers, but I would watch, I would catch it every once in a while, and I would think, if this was on 10 years ago, I would have been all over this show. This would have been my freaking show. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Same thing. <laughs> I yeah. thought the exact same thing.
0: I did watch the the movie, the big uh, big budget Hollywood movie they put out a, no- a couple of years ago, yeah. and found it just to be ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure it was meant to be ridiculous, but it was just it just wasn't for me it's not my show yeah you know it depends on when you grow up and
1: stuff uh, yeah. just like you said I, I i remember that coming on and i was thinking i would be into that oh yeah. Uh, same thing with with spongebob i i uh, i was never able to get into spongebob but i felt the same way it's because man this humor is so good but i just
0: can't latch onto it but uh, I, I know it's brilliant I, it's just not for me <laughs> yeah no yeah um speaking of Japanese shows, have you watched did you say you have Disney Plus? Yes. We'll just we'll talk about this real quick and then we'll we'll wrap it up and um, but have you watched any of the 616 documentaries on there? No, I've seen them, but I haven't. The first one is really good. It's it's all about the Japanese Spider-Man TV show it is so good it's such a great it most of it is in japanese because they talked to a lot of the people that worked on it like the the guy who played um well they had one guy in the suit and then they had another guy that played what would be their version of peter parker even though he wasn't peter parker he was their spider-man was nothing like our spider-man the only the only similarity was the costume and that he climbed on walls and he had webbing otherwise it was like it was power rangers before power rangers Really? And they even make mention in the show that shows like power rangers derived a lot of their inspiration from this the japanese spider-man you know a lot of the shows yeah. that came after because they uh a lot of the shows at that time were um endorsed or funded by toy companies in japan and so a lot of the characters would be designed by these toy companies because they would have to make toys for them and so one of the guys that worked for the toy company that that helped fund the show was trying to come up with something really exciting for the show and he created a giant robot that spider-man gets into and and drives around and they made a toy out of it so sometimes spider-man will be fighting these you know regular sized monsters and whatnot and then sometimes he'll be in his big giant robot that doesn't look anything like spider-man it has nothing to do with spider-man but it's a big robot and he's fighting monsters and it's it's really fun looking. It's a it was a really fun looking show, but that's okay. that's definitely a uh, uh, that's definitely an episode you should check out. Is that six one six? It's the very first one.
1: Um, yeah, it, it's popped up. Uh, basically, all I'm doing on Disney is Mandalore and Simpsons. But I know there's like I've been meaning to watch Hamilton uh, because I love the soundtrack. I'm, I'm only familiar with the soundtrack. I haven't watched hamilton yet because i'm afraid that the version in my i'll be disappointed with the version i have in my head uh, yeah. because i'm so familiar with the soundtrack but i'm afraid i'll watch it and i'll go
0: mm-hmm. yeah i haven't even heard the soundtrack i keep needing to watch it my it's like one of those things that everybody in this house wants to watch it but we just haven't yet and i'm not yeah. sure why yeah i have no idea why maybe we should do that yeah
1: well, I will definitely check out that Spider-Man, uh, Japanese Spider-Man. I've heard of it and I've definitely seen small video clips of it and it seems so weird and just um, like it It feels like from what I've seen, it's like if someone told you what Spider-Man was, but they didn't have a good idea of it and then they told it to another person and then another person and then that person yeah. ended up making a show, that's what the Spider-Man would be. <laughs>
0: Because the guy who becomes Spider-Man on the show, he's like, a he He races motorcycles. He lives with his uh, little sister and little brother, I think. And uh, their father dies and he uh, gets injured witnessing his father dying or something. The bad guys come after him and he escapes by falling. He goes into a cave and he falls down in a pit where he meets an alien spider dude who looks like a regular dude, but he's like an alien spider guy who gives him some of his blood, which turns him into Spider-Man. And uh, they they talked about how they had to film a lot of stuff out in the woods because they would blow stuff up and they would get complaints in the city. If they were blowing stuff up, they'd be too loud and they would get complaints and the police would come. And so they had to go out into the woods. They'd have to write stuff. So he'd be fighting monsters in the woods just so they could blow stuff up. And the guy who was in the Spider-Man suit did all of his own stunts, and a lot of them were just like really dangerous. <laughs> and it, it's really, it's, it's really interesting. It's really fun to watch. Right, the guy, the guy who played their their Peter Parker, I don't remember what his name was. He just he talks so fondly about the show, and at one point, I think he's even got a tear in his eyes. Right. He's talking about playing that character, and it's really good. It's a it's it's a fun little documentary to watch. Um, awesome. All right. Before we wrap this up, I got one last question for you. Since we got Christmas coming up, I know that everybody doesn't celebrate Christmas. So I'm just going to say we got the holiday season coming up. Do you have any traditions that you do, whether it's I always watch a certain movie on Christmas Eve or there are certain things that you do, whether it's alone or with your family or whatever? What do you always, is there anything you always do around the holidays that you do every year?
1: Uh, You know, uh, tradition-wise, other than when I was with my family, sometimes we would do a movie, but then again, everyone kind of does that. We were always a Christmas morning uh, family where we opened up the presents. We didn't do Christmas Eve. Um, uh, Unfortunately, there is nothing, uh, no real tradition I have other than I love driving around in the morning, uh, Christmas morning, and looking at all the empty stores like i'll drive by what is usually a very crowded target or walmart there's always car but it's there's something kind of neat about driving by and
0: nobody is there yeah just the um, empty streets yeah
1: yeah yeah and, and uh you know unfortunately uh, uh as time has gone on we you know we now have have stores have their black friday sales uh on thanksgiving day that makes me kind of sad you know i kind of yeah. wish i kind of wish we had days where just things were closed um so i that's not really a tradition but it is something i do uh, uh almost every christmas is just take that drive around and just look at all the empty parking lots. <laughs> yeah. but nothing uh, uh i don't really watch a movie i don't really do anything that that would be considered a tradition. Do you, how about you? Let me turn it back to you.
0: My kids and I watch uh, a Christmas story every Christmas Eve. Um, last year, since we got Disney plus I've got Chris, I've got a Christmas story on DVD and I keep it in storage with the Christmas decorations. So when we pull the Christmas decorations out, we get that. But then last year after we watched it, we were what we were just looking on Disney plus and seeing what Christmas stuff they have on there. And so we ended up watching the Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh. And my daughter said this year, she goes, she said, uh, dad, uh, this Christmas Eve, I want to watch Christmas story, but I also want to watch a Muppets Christmas Carol. We got to do that every year now too. She goes, I forgot how good that movie is. And so that's going to be added to our new tradition. We used to always go to my parents' house Christmas morning. We would get up, open our presents, and then right away, I'll take showers and get dressed and, you know, go out to my parents' A number of years ago, we had a huge blizzard on Christmas Day, like uh, Christmas Eve throughout Christmas Day. And so that morning there, we were not leaving the house and we stayed home and it was, I got to, I got to say, it was like one of the best Christmases ever because we, we got to get up. We got to, kids got to open their gifts and then we just didn't have to do anything for the rest of the day. Yeah. At that point, by the next Christmas, we had told my family, we're, we're staying home uh, we would end up going and doing something with them like the weekend after. But then of course this Christmas, nobody's going anywhere because of COVID, yeah. but we actually had to we the, the, the nice thing about my kids being a little older is we've had to, to let them know that Christmas is going to be different this year. Um, because of COVID, thankfully I have my job, my <laughs> job didn't go anywhere. Very thankful for that. My wife on the other hand isn't working because of COVID. She worked for the, the school district. She was a paraprofessional, uh, for uh like special needs kids but she's not doing that and so we don't have that income this year and we basically told them said you know if if we can swing it you guys will get a christmas present this year but we may have to wait until we get that tax refund and then we'll have christmas in february <laughs> and they're okay with that that's a nice thing about having kids that are that are 15 years and up because they understand oh but, okay we're still we're, we're gonna set up the christmas tree uh, which will be fun with the two cats. I don't know how that's gonna happen. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. That's well, cool. It's uh it's nice to think that uh that maybe this Christmas uh people will kind of realize that that maybe it's not all about the presents I and mean, maybe it's more just yeah. about the hanging out and I mean being yeah. more like Thanksgiving. That's what I love about Thanksgiving. It's just about hanging out with family yeah. and friends. And uh, it'd be nice if that's what Christmas was more about, too.
0: Yeah, we didn't do any kind of meal for Thanksgiving this year because we just, none of us were feeling it. But yeah. we're probably, since since the Christmas is going to be different this year, I think we're going to do some kind of meal for Christmas at home. So yeah. that'll well, be our yeah. Well, Frank, um, I absolutely loved having you on. Uh, maybe we can do this again in a couple months. And I'm sorry, what? If, Sorry, I try, if, I, if I tried that right now, it'd <laughs> wow. uh, No, I'd love
1: that too. Yeah. Let's keep it open. I'd love to come back. It'd be fun.
0: Maybe I can, maybe you can better your score. Maybe we could do another Simpsons game and you can, you can get up to uh, 63. Oh my gosh. That'd be awesome. And then we'll see. We'll, we'll I'll try to put something together for Brad and, and Bill and we'll see how well they do. I'll make sure and let them know how many points you got throw that challenge out to him. I'm not yeah. going to go easy on him. Like I said, <laughs> not being a big Simpsons fan, I there were certain questions that I was like, I, I know this one. So obviously Frank is going to know this one, but I I thought some of those are going to be hard for you. I thought that Lionel Hutz quote, I mean, he's, he's a regular, he's not really a regular regular, but he's on enough episodes, but I still, I figured he's not going to, he's not going to get that one.
1: You know, it, it would have been uh, it would have been interesting had I not watched that episode yesterday. Uh, right. If I had yeah. gotten that, uh, uh, because I, I don't know if I did, but I mean that was fresh in my mind.
0: Yeah, they call that serendipity. Yeah. <laughs> All right, right, Frank. It was great having you. Um, I hope you have a good holiday season. Stay safe out there. Give NASA a big hug for me. Uh, tell Brad and Frank. Tell Brad and Frank. Tell Brad and Bill. <laughs> I always, you know, no offense to Bill, but when I first started listening to Half Hour Wasted it was just you and Brad. So yeah. I always think when I think Brad, Brad and Frank. So I can't say Brad without saying Frank. Yeah, I get I get that totally. But I'll let the gang
1: know. I'll let Bill uh Bill and Brad know and uh, I think you'll you'll have a lot of fun when they're on your show too. Yeah, I look forward to it. Great. All right. Frank. See you later. All right guys, take care. Bye guys.
0: Bye-bye, Daddy. Good job. <gasps>